Power to the people. How are you? Power in good, good. Power in numbers. Power in people. Alrighty. Power. We should be coming up on Stacey any minute. Okay. Novak. There we go. Look at that. Alrighty. It is a Saturday morning. Welcome to the Morning Minutes with myself, Michael Bergio, and co-host Mark Novak. And Hello, this morning, how are you? And this morning, we're going to be talking about power to the people, power in numbers. And Mark, what are we talking about? Like, how does that right. What are we talking? Uh, well, everyone's talking about coronavirus. We're not going to talk about that. We're going to talk no. about... Um, how we work and how, how good real estate agents work. I think internally people don't, um, when you're selecting a real estate agent to sell your property or when you're selecting a real estate agent to rent your property, if there's, um, there's benefits of choosing a one man band uh, and there's benefits of choosing a, an entire team. And we wanted to talk about both. So the pros and cons of that, the way we work and that's why, uh, in Facebook, I've got that background behind me, power to the people, because we work a little bit differently. Mm. And, and tell me, a, it's a good and it's a great message for. I reckon it's a great message for great businesses, Michael. That um, if if people can can um, a little bit about what we're talking about, how we work internally, if businesses as a whole can can work that way, I personally mm. think well, I generally I know they're a better business. Yes. So, and what we're referring to is, we'll use the example, um, when a client is listing their property with Novak and let's say Michael Bergio, they're not just listing their property. A, well, a typical model is I've listed with Michael, he's the agent and that's it. Even though there may be seven other agents in the office, um, yep. there's no real expectation of those other agents to do really anything to do with that listing. Now, and if they have a perfect client for that property, I think it's probably a coin toss if they will tell that client about it because there's really not re there's not any financial um, there's not a financial benefit to do so. Uh, and what I mean by that, a lot of the time, that if you if you're an agent and it's not your listing, if you have a buyer for it, there's no real value in buyers. A lot of framework is set up. Not not that I say I agree with that. I'm just saying. If I, if I told that buyer to go to that listing and it's not my listing, there may not be any fee paid or it's only like 10%. So there's no real incentive where uh, an agent, what they may do is I've got a house coming on the market in a month. I'll wait for I list that house before I tell this buyer about a, a home available because it's my listing. Now, how do yep. we work? That's how probably 90, if all the industry work, some may have a bit of a, a, a scenario, a, a framework similar, a, a little bit like ours, but how does ours work, Mark? And what do we mean with power and people? Yeah, look, I think, I think first of all, fundamentally, people have got to remember that when they're selecting a real estate agency, they're selecting professional services. They're not actually buying a product. So when we're referring to professional services, and if you can employ an army of people to provide that service rather than one person to provide that service, you're always going to do better. If you can provide, if you can get an army of people that are highly skilled, you're always going to do better to get the best price for your property. If you can employ an army of people highly skilled that work together 
to get the best price for your property, that's just out of this world. And I think part of our success and the reason why we've built from a team of zero to 50 so mm. quickly in the industry is for that reason that we do anytime we're commissioned with a job to sell a property or commissioned with a job to rent a property, we literally coordinate together as a team to get the best price. It's hard to do. It's rare in the industry because most agencies work as a one-man band operation. Yeah. What I mean, what we mean by a one-man band operation is even if there's three agencies in the office, they all work under their own ABN. They all work for themselves. They don't share the buyers they have on their books with the other agents in the office to get the best price for those properties. Yes, and then how do we do it differently? Like if we're talking, um, like with us, it's not just a go sell each other's listings. It's actually, there's, it's, actually, it's a reward system. It's not, it's not just you from the top saying, be, be an open agreement sort of thing and work out the fee. It's really incentivized almost like 50, 50, uh, whoever brings that in, which is totally different because a lot of the other agents mentality is that's my listing. I may have been working on it for two years. I don't want to give away half of it. Um, especially in a Sydney market where a lot of properties do sell. So it's not like other areas where you really need to enlist that buyer, the agent to sell it. We come from the, where it comes up from here is it's just, it's just going to make, it's in your best interest and the buyers, um, not that it's sort of needed to do it, but it just makes it so much stronger um, yep. that we're offering it when it's not needed, like where other areas you may need it. Um, when it's not needed, it just makes it so much more powerful because you've got multiple agents with buyers competing for a property. And it's, look, I think it's one of those things, Michael, that it's on every level of what we do. So it's one thing to turn around internally and say, look, we're going to do a 50-50 structure. The person mm. that brings the property on as a listing to, to um, the market gets 50%. The person internally in the office that sells it gets 50%. Well, that's one thing. But we've got hundreds and even thousands of layers within our business and within the team where with, it's just, it's a cultural yeah. thing. It's an ethos thing. It's a hardworking thing. We've done it since the inception of our business. The thing that I love is if you want to have that a whole team working to get the best price for the property, it's pretty hard to adopt that philosophy five or 10 years into the business. We've been like that from the beginning. So we always get the comments from clients about the whole team being involved and people are absolutely staggered from day one. They've got that full force of the whole team coming through to the end. They've got the full force of the whole team. Yeah, you know, mm. even if there's an offer accepted, you know, there's prop the property still being, uh, you know, the property stays on the market until exchange of contracts and the rest of the team continues showing. We just don't give up yeah. until we get that best price as a team. Well, Mark, let's just say we've got plenty of other agents watching this and principals. Let's say if you were in front of an agent who's had a principal and they're five agents uh, and they're five sales agents who have been running it independently, what, and you're in front of them now, what would be your pitch to encourage them to get um, onto this sort of structure model? Like where, where does it really hit home and stop thinking about the agent point of view and the, the buyer and how, we'll, how we've had buyers enjoy it and most importantly, sellers, um, sellers re be rewarded for this. How do you, like talk it through, how would you sell it? 
Well, I, I've got to admit, sometimes as, as a real estate agent, um, obviously you're always got to act in your owner's best interest, number one. Yeah. But it's one thing when you're acting in your owner's interest and it's another thing when you're fighting in your owner's best interest. You want your agent to fight for you to get the best price. And in, in within our sales team, we've really got a really good competitive environment where simply the person that gets the best price for the property is going to get the selling side of the commission. So it becomes very competitive internally, friendly mm. buyer. It becomes yeah. very competitive internally to get our clients the best price for the property. So sometimes agents, um, like our email the way we deal with email inquiries is an absolutely cracker and perfect example of how we do that. So, Michael, um, do, you know, do you want to do you explain or do you yeah. want to explain so, how we yeah, do yeah. that? No, no, I get So, if, when an online inquiry comes through from, let's say, realestate.com, uh, the buyer sitting at home, that email through, it will come to the directly to that agent, let's say I'm the agent, Michael Burgio, but then you're the sales. So, you're you're on the ad, so yep. you know it says Michael Burjo is selling the property uh, as part of you know Team Novak, but Michael Burjo. So when you send that inquiry, it goes off to you, yeah. Yeah, it goes off to me, but it also has the whole sales team CC'd into it, so all seven agents into it. But the per the purchaser doesn't know that. Yes, they've only seen my name, clicked on my name. They know nothing else. So from the outskirts, they don't really know who like they don't know this. But email comes through. I've got the first nine minutes to respond to that email as I'm the listing agent. However, if let's say I'm caught in a meeting, I'm doing a live like this and I can't get to it. Instead of um, the buyer having to wait till I'm ready, um, that, that will then go basically anyone in the sales team who was, CC, who, was, who was CC'd can then jump on that inquiry. So you can almost, I reckon 99% of our inquiries if they haven't been done in the first nine minutes, they're done in 10, almost guaranteed. Because if I miss it, one of seven is going to jump on it because it's it's basically, it's a hot lead for a property that's been listed and you can get half the comm. So the service buyers are getting is huge. And the reality is I don't mind that because what comes around goes around for one, but two, I've got a buyer being serviced for my vendor. It's always about them. So having that buyer wait six hours or four hours or two hours is not in the best interest of the buyer and it's not in the best interest of the seller. So this way it creates competitiveness and it even stops listing agents get complacent where another agent may have an offer and you're like, no, I want to sell it. It's my listing. So you work even harder to get an offer or a higher offer. It just creates... I find some agents can get complacent once they've listed it because it's like, oh, it's going to sell... But I find with our structure, because yeah, it's going to sell, but are you going to sell it? It just keeps you, keeps you going. So guys, if you've just tuned in, what we're talking about is having an entire sales team working for you or entire rentals team working for you rather than when you're selling, you've appointed just one agent. The differences between that, the benefits of that, um, and then we just gave a perfect example there of email inquiries, the way they're dealt with at Novak when they come in is just military precision and you can be guaranteed that you're going to get an answer from us super quick, quicker than anyone else in the marketplace because of the way we operate as a team there. And it also on a, that company level, the principals out there. Are you, are you, you, are you, va are you vaping? Uh, I haven't, but I've got it in my hand. <laughs> um, I get fidgety. But even for the principals out there, 
to know on a company level that all your inquiries are virtually being responded to within 10 minutes is powerful. Not that you've got an agent who's an animal gets them within 30 seconds, but then you're another agent who may be a bit slow gets them within 30 minutes. This rule will make them do it within nine. And if not, that's okay. Someone else from the company will. So I think it really brings a consistency through the company. And you know what, as an agent, if, if you do, if you want to be at a wedding and on a Sunday night and you're constantly worrying about these inquiries you can see coming through your email account, that's okay. You've got your team behind you supporting you on those inquiries. Yeah. Next time you're on the couch and they're at a wedding, vice versa. So it truly yeah. is in the owner's best interest because, and that's how people often ask how we run that 24 seven. Um, in our office, the we never sleep philosophy. Mm. A lot of people are like, how the hell do you guys um, run it, run at that at that level? That's part of our secret, just that internal setup yeah. to make to make sure that um, that our clients get serviced impeccably. Yeah, because we've got a couple uh, early birds in the team. Like you're up at five, I can be up at four, and then you just need a couple of late hours, or someone wakes up at the night. It's actually a lot easier than you think to have run yep. that twenty four seven when you've got the power of the team. And as Lisa says, test this guy, send an inquiry through on one of the properties, test it. Congratulations, Lisa, for last yesterday having a, a big speak. I think it's on um, at Kickstart in front of a couple hundred agents. So where's the applause? There we go. Just on Insta. Oh, sorry, if you're on Insta, you can't hear the applause. Oh, I can't I even hear it on Facebook. You can't? Oh, no. hopefully you can hear the applause. Turn, turn oh, the no, wait, wait. There, is that it? Negative. Hey, I can hear something. Yeah. Oh, listen to that. No, actually, um, uh, yep. I, I, and, and on that, Michael, thanks for bringing it up. Super, super a proud. Um, <laughs> Lisa, and you know, Lisa, um, for a, a sales rep to come in um, to sale, to sales. <laughs> Um, at, at the right at at, uh, at the age of um, forty six, and to be number one in their marketplace within um, twenty four months is absolutely unheard of. And to do that on the back of a completely and foreign new marketing method, social media, um, yeah. it's got it's got the uh, the attention of people Australia wide, uh, and that's why Lisa just this week Lisa's spoken to almost six hundred real estate agents. Uh, real estate agents are turning up. Uh, you know, we had a lady yesterday that went to the went to the conference in Queensland, uh, and and um, which was a full day conference. But then came to the Sydney conference because she just wanted to see Lisa. She woke up at one thirty in the morning to travel to be in a plane to be at the conference at nine o'clock in the morning to see Lisa's talk. You know, it is something spectacular that's happening, and we're we're proud that you know. Oh, obviously we're a family business we're a northern beaches agency i think i think lisa's putting a really good focus on um on the industry changing and i think yes uh, i think i think we're all putting a really good focus with social media on northern beaches where we are really got that suburb in the limelight um and and i think anyone who's on um social will 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 happily fly the flag that we are we've got that flag nice and high for the northern beaches yeah. on social media and it's really as where is it thanks for you being oh anytime Lisa. anytime i couldn't make it yesterday because someone left anyway thanks for um what else what else we're going through so power of the people 
So what power the people, sales team, Lisa smashing it on social, um, talking nationally, as well as the team doing doing a, a massive amount of business on social media. Uh, it's the weekend. Yeah, we're expecting most rain today. So, well, well, actually, Mark, so let's go. People out there, it's Saturday, they're looking to buy a property. Yeah. They're, they keep hearing there's virtually no stock on the market. Um, so for a buyer, and it's quite, some a lot of buyers can be looking for six to 12 months. So for a buyer that was looking 12 months ago, where they virtually had a lot of time, there was still a lot of... Um, where's the market going, uncertainty, days on market were quite long, there weren't properties being auctioned. Compared to now, quarter one this year, every property is going to auction. There's half the amount of listings uh, on the in the marketplace on the available to market. And yeah. what does a buyer do? Are we talking like, have your pre-approval and get ready to do a contract on the first open? Are we sort of back where we are 2017? Pull your feel... finger out of your ass. Pull yeah. your finger out of your ass. I am shocked when there is a clear and present danger, threat, concern for people in the property market. And that clear and present and concern danger is extinguished. People find another reason. Mm. So, you know, it, it is just unbelievable that people were not knowing the direction the market was going in. They were actually, even they knew it was going in a negative direction, say, now it's going in a positive direction and that's still not enough for people to make a move. And I'm like, are you serious? Then people couldn't get deposits together. First home buyers can't get deposits together. We introduced a a deposit scheme where you only have to put down 5% and people still don't make a move. There's a GFC, GFC's over, People still don't make a move. Interest rates are high. We're not sure where they're going. Interest rates go down to three and two and a half percent. People still don't make a move. I'm like, guys, yeah. what do you need? Like, do you need the, you know, what do you need to, to actually get into the property market? You got positive gearing and anything that you buy. You got mm. low interest rates so you can fix it at, at, a, at a lower rate than what we've currently got for three or five years. It's like, you talk about your stars aligning. Why aren't people making a move? Don't get me wrong. We're paying the bills. We're cool. But, you know, it's one of those things that just as a friendly advisor to the industry, mm-hmm. Michael, why the hell aren't they doing it, people? What is wrong uh, with people? Yeah, it's always... And let us know. We'll do a show on it. <laughs> Tell us what's holding you back. I think Tell the best... What's, advi- what's holding you back? Because I'm talking... When, I, when, I make, when I'm saying what I'm saying, I'm talking about people that have actually got the eligibility. I know they've got the eligibility, but for whatever reason, scaredness, shyness, uh, yep. excuse, excuseness, uh, whatever, the, whatever it is, they just won't do it. Gun shy, yeah. weird. Weird. All righty. Anything else you want to add for this morning, Mark? You'll be doing breakfast with Novak this morning, will you? 8.30? Yeah. Buy a property. Buy a property. Get out you there, heard, get yeah. in there, rent the, rent the puppy out, live in the puppy. It's cheaper than uh, where you're presently living. If you're renting something, that is for sure. Uh, times and oh, times are good. Roughly. So same people don't exercise and eat as well. Oh, is that, you calling the people baddies? <laughs> same people. I think the same people who've got everything but don't buy are the same I people. I think Lisa's referring to me. Uh, okay. I've, I've, <laughs> yeah, I've put on I've put on about 
two kilos, three kilos over Christmas and five kilos, six kilos. And I'm trying to lose weight and I'm not practicing what I preach. That's probably what she's what? saying about properties. That that's the same reason. Yeah. He said, was that an attack? Yeah, I think it was an attack. Good. Look at that. Hey. Round of applause. Round of applause. <laughs> anyway. Alrighty. Enjoy your safe. Saturday, people, guys. This will podcast. We're back on Monday as well. Any topics, anything, let us know. But it would be interesting to see. This is probably your first. Is this the first Saturday without, like, most people sort of say um, after the Australian Day long weekend is sort of where we're back. Is this the first weekend? Oh, no, last All weekend. Right. Well, it's, oh, I, you know what? It's, oh. it's clear of um, people, don't want to do, people don't want to book auctions when they got public holidays, school holidays yeah. and stuff in between, in between in their, within their four-week auction campaign. This is probably the first clear run where yeah. there's no sort of – where there's nothing but, you know – head down, bum up, school on, work on, go hard, holidays yep. off, um, periods. And I, I think it's this is a the first game, game, game on weekend. I think we're clearly in, in the thick of it. Awesome. Interesting, inter- inter- interesting to see, huh? Yep, so perfect. All right, guys, um, have a good day. Thank you for tuning in as always. Um, and we'll speak to you all later. Anything else you want to add, work. Mark? We'll be good. No, That's mate, thanks. Have a great day. Hey. See you guys. Oh, wrong way. Have a good one. Cheers. Bye. See ya.